Hey, what's going on? I'm Boots Riley. I'm the writer and director of Sorry to Bother You. You know what you're listening to? If you don't know, look it up. Okay, now I'm going to do a different one. All right. <laughs> you know. You don't <laughs> yeah, no. I don't. <laughs> hey, what's really going on? It's Boots Riley. I'm the writer and director of Sorry to Bother You. You are now listening to Two Dope Teachers and a Microphone. Keep it locked right here. No texting. My name is Taina Asili, and you're listening to Two Dope Teachers and a Mic. I'm Priya Volchi. I'm Winona Guo. We're the co-founders of Choose and co-authors of Tell Me Who You Are. And this is Two Dope Teachers and a Mic. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> this meeting is being. Did you? Can you hear it on your end? Yeah, I can hear it. Oh, okay. I wonder if there's like an issue with people recording meetings without like permission. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> That's probably why. You know, it's, you it's don't all... want to catch someone acting a fool. <laughs> you know, people try to do that. Oh, absolutely. People are trifling for sure. Yeah, like yeah. It's kind of like, what? What do you mean? This is being recorded. All right, cool. Like, I got you, Dan. I got you. <laughs> Click. Got you. Now what? <laughs> it's like a new, it's like a new, like, surprise every time you open Zoom and stuff, so. Say what you said again about Mary. <laughs> say, now say it. Wait, say, say that's, it. no, no, say that stuff now. <laughs> like, oh, you trying to record me? This, <laughs> nah, what you talking about? I didn't say that. <laughs> you trying to record me? I was, you know, it's hilarious. Like, so I was looking through um, our Instagram feed, you know, just you know, for inspiration, right? Yeah. And bruh, like a couple of years ago, me and you both were like buzz cut, like, like down to, and it looks really funny because we're both kind of like, you know, we're letting we're letting our 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 hair flow a little bit like these days. And I, I don't know if that's intentional for you. It is for me. And so, so I'm looking. I was like, man, I got my head is round. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my god. Well, hey. So uh, I guess we should start this thing. What is up? Dude. How is everybody oh. doing? Nation. Here we How's are. How's it? Yo, you know what this is today? To let the people know exactly what they are dealing with today. It is episode. Do you have a sound effect? Dude, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it ready to go. Okay, you're gonna have to just do, 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 episode 100. I was expecting 100, 100, 100, 100. We did it. We did it. That's it. We did. All right. All right, y'all. Peace. 100. <laughs> We're done. Keep it at 100. We made it to 100. We made it to 100. Uh, welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks to Two Dope Teachers and uh, Mike. I'm Gerardo Munoz. And I am your boy, Kevin Adams. Your man, Kevin Adams. Sorry. Grown man. Kevin Grown Adam. man. Never we, forget we'll, it. We'll revisit this for season six, for sure. And you are now listening to 
two dope teachers and oh, I already said that. Um, we are here. We're here and we are celebrating our 100th episode with all of you who are listening with us today. Right, Kev? 100. What's That's that, right. What does that number mean to you, man? What does it mean to me? I mean, 100 just looking back on it all means like we've done a lot because I remember when we were at like 10. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that felt like off. it took a while to get to 10, did. you know, but to be at 100 and, and there's just so much that we have gone through and experienced. And I think most of all learned. And so like 100, it means something, a century, right? Century mark. We're at the century so, mark. That's right. So, so I think that's special. I think we need to celebrate, you know, and, and the goal is to try to get to the next, uh, the, the two century mark, right? Get to 200. Get to 200. Yeah. Keeping it 200 will be that. Keep way. it oh. 200. Yeah. I, th I think you're right. Like this whole process has just been so incredible and we're going to, spent today's episode just kind of talking about what this you know the you know what this whole process has been for us and when we get to that point uh we'll kind of explain how it's all going to work so i looked up uh what the 100 anniversary gift was. yes what's the 100 well, anniversary so, so here's gift? the thing is that it's not like um it, it i i would imagine that not many groups not many couples get to 100 <laughs> no i don't think so that's a pretty special thing <laughs> it's it's really unusual like you have to live a really long time and so apparently kevin you owe me a 10 carat diamond. yes you, you um, owe me a 10 carat diamond 10 carat diamond that's what it says so there's no traditional gift for year 85 90 95 or 100 but in the modern day it's like all diamonds bro like like at episode 95, you should have gave me a, a diamond and a ruby. At episode 90, you should have given me a diamond and an emerald. And at episode 85, you should have given me a diamond and a sapphire. Who made this stuff up? Who I made this no stuff idea. up? Don't ask those questions. Like we're about critical consciousness most of the time, but you just have to take my word for it. No, this, this according to Google. Let me look. This according to... Uh, <laughs> What to news24.com, whatever that is. <laughs> News24.com. There we go. So That's you can it. also so on Quora, because Quora is also a really great uh source for you know anything you want to know. Uh has anyone ever had a 100th wedding anniversary? Um originally answered, uh, no, they haven't. <laughs> it's all it says no, they haven't. No. The nobody they're record, pretty sure nobody's done that yeah it says the world record was 80 in 2005 at least that this person could find uh and that's according to the guinness book of world records so 80 years is a long time i i am not confident that my partner would would like 80 years with me and it's 80 wow 80 years is a long, long time. Is that Franz's commentary in the back? That That's Franz. Good for him. Good for him. Fran, Franz has been with us this whole time. For 80 years. For, <laughs> for 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, before y'all come at us and say, well, actually, technically, you've had more than 100 episodes because there's mixtapes and there's emergency episodes and there's, you know, these other. What do you say to those people, Kev? We, we don't count those. We and, and we understand that you might be counting those. But those aren't official. That's like that's like the little extra stuff that you get. Yeah. It's like when you bonus materials. You know, you order some fries and there's an onion ring in them, like one onion ring. That's what you should be think 
thinking about shape is the onion ring to your fries. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's I how we always were gonna go somewhere it. else and say it's like bonus materials on an album. It's like VIP, but you're like, no, nah, it's like an onion ring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went to the best, right? You did. <laughs> right. Well, as we said, uh, he is Kevin Adams. I'm Gerardo Munoz, and we are merely two public school teachers in the city of Denver who are currently on summer vacation, sort of. Sort of. Like you are. I'm fully on it. You're fully on it. I am one day away from it because I made the dubious choice to become a teacher leader for next year. It's going to be very interesting. A lot of interesting things have happened this, like, semester, right, bro? Yes. Oh, yes. And you, that's, and you, that's how it always ends, especially this year. Yeah. And you can find out about all the interesting things happening in the Two Dope Nation by following us on Twitter and Instagram. 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 I'm, we should have really warmed up. I'm having trouble speaking. Instagram at Two Dope Teachers. You can also like us on Facebook. Apparently, you can just search at Two Dope Teachers on Facebook if you would like to email us. Uh, show ideas, praise, uh, solicited or otherwise, teachers at gmail.com. And if you like what you're getting on the Two Dope Teachers in a Mic podcast, you can uh, subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and a fi- leave us a five-star review, please. Yes, um, please. Why would you help- leave us anything less than five? Exactly. Like, why would you leave us four uh, person who left us four? Why would you leave us two person who left? I'm, I'm never going to get over that. Bro. We'll never get over you, two. Uh, yeah, exactly. So so why would you do that? Just like, don't bring that negativity in here. Leave us a five-star and just shout out to a couple of folks who have uh, written some really nice reviews about us lately. That feels really nice. Also, uh, podcasting is not free. We really appreciate those of you who support us on the Patreon. There is a series of shout outs at the end of this episode, if that is something you're concerned about. So here we go. Here we go. So I, I guess let, let's let, let's tease the people a little bit and just you know hold, hold them at arm's length for a second. Yeah. How's your summer so far? My summer so far? Well, because I'm now no longer a teacher leader, I have given mm-hmm. that position up and I didn't have to attend leadership week, yep. um, it, which, you know, which I've attended like the last couple of years. It was nice because I just got to, you know, roll into summer. No, no waking up, continue talking about what we're going to do next year, which I always think produces some anxiety and kind of prevents you from like really rolling into the summer. So are you, are you still waking up at your normal like time or are you, or do you, if for you, is it a switch at this point? Uh, I still wake up. Like I have to intentionally try to sleep a little later. Yeah. Right. This morning, this morning, I, uh, I didn't sleep. I didn't try to sleep later. I had to get up because of course, like now I'm back out. I got like a little head cold. I don't know if you can hear it. A little, but, bit, uh, a little bit. I just thought you were being sultry for the being uh, sultry for the audience. No, I got a little head cold, so I had to go get a COVID test. Came back. They then now in the district they give rapid tests, also, so you could get a rapid test and a traditional PCR test. And yeah. I'm negative, no COVID yeah. detected. Very good. So Very good. that's good. Just a, and I I had been so long without a head cold. You know, like it's been <laughs> like probably like... a year. <laughs> yeah. So are but, you? Are you are you one of the folks that will continue wearing a mask when it's like bad weather or like the cold season, flu season, that kind of thing? I mean, I think I'm going to look to to what the recommendations are, but in certain situations, I might. Yeah. I might. You know, I, I haven't thrown them away. 
I haven't, I haven't shredded them. I haven't thrown them all away. I haven't gotten rid of them. Yep. Yeah, you know? I, w- I was really conflicted because this morning I had to go to a local coffee shop um, because I forgot to buy half and half for my brewed coffee today. And I just didn't want to deal with a grocery store without having had coffee. So went to my local coffee shop and there was a sign in the window that said um, that masks were optional if you are fully vaccinated. And as a yeah. fully, fully vaccinated American, I actually was not sure what to do. That's the like, confusing part now. It's because, like, what do I do? Yeah, it's like, because now if you walk into an establishment unmasked, I, I feel like, so I feel, I, I'm, maybe I'm projecting. I feel like I would look at an unmasked person and be like, oh, you can't wear a mask in a pandemic. And like, I would be suspicious as to whether they're really, you know, vaccinated. Like we we're, we were in Vegas a couple of weeks ago. Not for that, people. Not for that. We were there for a soccer tournament. Soccer um, tournament. We were in Vegas two weeks ago for a soccer tournament, and man, when the CDC news dropped, it was pandemonium. <laughs> and even, even our friends in Vegas who we were hanging out with was like, "Yeah, nah, this is wild for for our city." Even and um and so and you're looking around, you're like, "I know all y'all ain't vaccinated. I know all y'all ain't vaccinated." Um, and so I'm not sure what to do. Like, do I wear the mask, even though? I, I don't technically need to, or do I wear it to set an example the way we've been asked to in schools? It's a quandary, bro. It is. It is a quandary. It is. It is. You know, but I'm, I, I'll wear it. You know, I don't know. I, I'm going to, in most situations, I've been to places where they're like, you don't have to wear one in here, but I still worn it. You know, yeah. I haven't thought about it too much, but, and I noticed most people are still wearing them. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of depends. So we were at a high school soccer game at a local high school that will remain nameless and like no people wore masks in the stands. And it's like, OK, uh, I don't know what to make of this. So so it's just entering in this new moment of anxiety, knowing that people are like fighting um, mask re- or masking requirements and now resisting uh, the vaccine. And so it's been kind of interesting. So, well, unlike you, I have stepped into a teacher leadership role. Um, yes. So my Thank you. Thank you for your service. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. And, you know, I don't want to get too far into it. There, the, the thing that I, I that has been positive is actually slowing down and having a conversation that's a little bit more intentional. I, I feel like working in schools is a total triage experiment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like running through there's fires to put like, I don't know what is a better way to explain it, like whether it's you're a paramedic at like a 10 car pileup or whether you're a firefighter in an apartment building, like it's just like you're putting out fires constantly and you don't have time to really get to what started the fire in the first place. Um, and so, so that, that feels okay. Um, also it's, I was telling you off camera, man, I'm so exhausted. Like just looking at the screen for like four hours, it's just so tired. It's so hard. <laughs> I, I can addition to like what you were used to doing it, you know, but with adults, those extended amount of time, you know, those long days of talking about this stuff. And sometimes it's really, you know, intense topics and it, it, it shows you how draining it is. And it, it just reemphasizes how tough this year was for our students because it was just not a natural, normal kind of experience of learning. No. Right. And, 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 and that, that face to face ability to connect and hear and explore people just wasn't there. And I think that's what tolls on you in those situations, you know, like in those uh, Google meets where it's like adults meeting, you know, like at least for students, 
someone's gonna like put sheesh in the chat or something <laughs> yeah no yeah you're right and um you know and of course i i really feel like if we have pandemic champions i i feel like it's middle schoolers i feel like middle schoolers are the pandemic champs like I felt like there was more engagement there um, than a lot of other places. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. But as you know, I mostly teach high school classes and man, I was done on a level that I have not been done before. Like, you you know how you can just kind of come in and make stuff happen in normal circumstances. It's like, okay, we're all kind of tired, but yo, y'all it's, it's like the last day of school. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy our time. Let's reflect. And I, man, it, it was like pulling teeth, trying to get myself to do that stuff, let alone the students. And uh, it was real tough. And, um, you know, I, I imagine that in the coming weeks and months, you and I will probably have some conversations about, um, about life after hybrid teaching. Um, yes. Going into next year. But, you know, you and I have talked about this before, too. It just doesn't like it. It, it would really be surprising if let me put this another way there's just gonna be a lot to deal with uh, returning you know we already oh yeah students who are extremely nervous about being in groups extremely nervous about not wearing a mask like there's a lot of anxiety in that area there is you know and i think you know teachers are gonna and we i was talking to a colleague last week was we were you know wrapping up but just taking getting used to having a full classroom again you know i think some teachers have had very small classrooms you know, relatively low behavior challenges or, you know, transgressions from kids. And so I think there's a lot of teachers this year who might've thrived in some ways that you worry about, like what happens and then what happens to students Mm -hmm. and how is like pandemic safety or endemic safety going to like be weaponized against kids of color? You know, like I, I wonder about that. And I saw some of that stuff happening this year where kids, you know, if you didn't wear your mask right or you didn't act right, you had to go home. Yeah. You couldn't be at school. And that's not an option this year, right? Right. Or next year, we're all back. <laughs> at least right now, that's the plan. Yeah. And uh, it, it'll be interesting. I think there's going to be an adjustment period for a lot of people. And then just thinking about what do kids need, right? And I think one of it is just going to be the chance to socialize. Yeah. You know, and be together all in a room and and just getting back on it all there's like there's a lot to it it's not going to be easy no it won't be and you know i think i think it really comes down to you know it makes me think of um you know sort of some of the 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 writings of kalisa wing who still need to get her back on the show um but i remember kalisa writing in one of her books on disrupting the school to prison pipeline it's kind of like well what you lead with is what's important so if you lead with rules, regulations, and consequences, then that's going to be that's going to be the experience of your students. If you lead with if you lead with healing, if you lead with wow, we got a lot we need to get through this year. Like in terms of dealing with what's happened since 2020, I, I think that that will set the tone. So I, I do feel like it's going to be pretty interesting, and um, and you know hope hopefully like i gotta stop manifesting stuff as you know but hopefully there (laughs) isn't a lot that will take us by surprise like hopefully that's the goal that's it like we'll take the traditional surprises but no like major alterations to what we have to do yeah 
definitely. <laughs> no, but other other than that, you know, so you and I have been able to enjoy um, a very exciting Denver Nuggets playoff run. Um, you know, the uh, it, it's it's been some pretty incredible games. We we have a mutual friend and colleague who is a fan of the Portland Trailblazers, and he and I yes. have been yapping at each other for about a week and a half. Um, but it's it's super fun having like um, a, a friend who's a fan of the other team and just yes. like you know chattering about it. So of course you know I'm I'm neck deep in NBA basketball. Um, that's been sort of fun. And uh, yeah, no, that's one thing I've enjoyed is not having to do stuff at night and being able to watch basketball. Yeah. Um, and I've been able to watch the Nuggets more often, right? Yeah. Because they've been on tv a little more often. yeah a little bit more the cronkies are throwing us a bone by getting them on you know on an episode on a game-to-game basis uh that's pretty great so yeah you know and, and little projects here and there just trying to make them happen and you know take advantage of these moments um because i, f- I feel like the fall is going to be wild bro the fall is going to yeah. be wild for me <laughs> yes yes you got a lot going got a lot going you've got a lot going yeah but that's what life is for that's what life is for that's what life is for. Well, I think we should launch into it. All right. That enough of a tease for the people? Is that that enough? Or are they ready for, for our century extravaganza? Extravaganza. We are doing this. It is our 100th episode. Well, and we went through a little bit of a process with this, right? Um, yes. So uh, what it was a funny like- process. It was hilarious. <laughs> I feel like you felt found it funnier than I did. <laughs> well, you were just like, okay, it's a hundred. So what what can we do? You just started thinking like in a hundred. And you know what I thought of is like so my 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 kids when they went to uh, an expeditionary learning school here in Denver. Oh and, yeah, uh, they do a hundred like mm-hmm. in. in First grade, they do a hundred day project. The first hundred days of school, yeah. Yes, first hundred days, so they have to do something, or maybe it's in kindergarten. I think it's in kindergarten where yeah. they do their hundred day project, and so they have to do something. It has so it was like your hundred day project. You were like, "All right, what are we going to have? We're going to have a hundred quotes from people, right?" You started a project, which maybe you know might come to manifestation. We'll mm-hmm. see. There was some good stuff, but then you were like, ah, I don't know if it's going the way we want it. Well, because like you start looking for things and it's kind of like, all right, we got like, we got a few people saying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, what else can we do? That's a hundred. What, what can we do? Well, then I 100? said, then I said we could keep it a hundred, which is kind of, for those of you not really in the know, keeping it a hundred means that you just speak honestly and openly. And I just felt like that was about to be a diss track. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> And so, another thing. And number 97. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like Festivus. It's like, I got a real that's problem. What I, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Just like 100 complaints. Which would be honestly highly on brand for me. <laughs> <laughs> Only 100. So it's like a half day's worth of complaints. That's all it is. And, and, you, and you found this really funny. Well, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious, you know, but but then so we started to think about it more. We had to do math, you know, <laughs> and so so I was like, well, we could do just like a top 10 moments, maybe because it was like a top 100 moments of the podcast. I was like, that's going to go on forever. If we go through our top one, like we each do we each have 100 moments like this is going to be a lot. This is like three days worth of podcast. So I was like, maybe we just do top 10. 
Right. And then and then we were like, well, I kind of Gerardo still because he was like, but we're still not at hundred. <laughs> so so you being the immaculate problem solver that you are, um, you you said let's each do ten because ten times ten is a hundred. There we go. And I'm like, <laughs> that's great. I can do that. So what you're gonna hear, and so and so, uh, just really quick, some guidelines. Um, you know, Kevin. Kevin usually will will explain our top five at the end of every episode, so he can kind of explain some guidelines. But what we're looking at is our top one. Or I was about to say a hundred. Our top ten moments um, on the podcast. Correct. Correct. That's it. As a as a podcast, not on the podcast necessarily. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so I would ask, does this need to be hierarchical? Does it need to be? I mean, I, I would say keeping with our, our, our top fives, we would say, let's not keep it hierarchical. Okay. All right. You know, let's not, let's not, let's not keep it hierarchical because we don't want like if, if, and, and this is not everything like, like I've loved every moment and that's why we could have done 100 yeah. because Everything has been so great. We've been yep. so lucky and so blessed and had like the greatest experience. Yeah, is, no doubt. No doubt. You know, but but again, yeah. So let's not let's not give it a hierarchy, but just know these are top 10 moments that stood out to us. Yeah. And I do want to uh, put a pin in that for um for the conclusion of the show. You know, we we this this whole ride has been amazing and and we'll speak to that uh when we close things off. Um the other thing is that Kevin, have you shared your list with me? No, we have not shared list. That's right. We have not shared list. So um, the format will go. Um, they are, they, we are fresh to each other. Fresh to each other. Like this is gonna this is gonna feel organic. It's gonna feel it's gonna feel like off the dome, right? And so one of us will offer a moment, and the other can comment, and then we can sort of talk about it. And maybe there will be some surprises. Maybe things will be the same, like identically. That'd be interesting. Um, but we're just going to kind of take it in that direction. So how do you want to start? Um, I, how do we want to start? What do we, who you want to start? You want to go first? You go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. All let's, right. Let's hear you go first. Kick it off. All right. So, you know, I, I, I have an inclination to try to be hierarchical, but then I fail at it because I realize I'm letting things down. I would say one the first moment I'm going to point out is a moment that at, at the time felt like really, really, really cool. And it, it was a moment where I just started to realize it started to sink in. Some folks are like listening and engaging, like engaging. So mine would be the social justice posters that were sent to us by Ravenclaw Outlaw, one of our Instagram followers. Oh, shout out. Remember Ravenclaw those Ravenclaw Outlaw. I love those, those posters. posters. I still got them. I know, me too. And I've and and uh and they gave us extras and so I've I've distributed them out on the on behalf of the podcast to other people and they're loving it. But that was that was cool because I was like, "Wait a minute. Hold up. You listen to us and you You're checking us out. You're checking us out and you know what we're kind of about and and they brought it they brought the posters to the school and like left them uh it was dope so I, that's that's the first one i'm gonna name in in my top 10 that was definitely a dope moment you know and and i think i can relate to 
<clears throat> to those moments <clears throat> where you're like, because we first started making the podcast and it was like, are okay. We posted this podcast and, and I think you check a little bit of like the download stats and we'd be like, and, and, and people who knew us were like, oh, we listened to your podcast or where can we find it? Yeah. But, you know, I guess it was probably sometime before the strike, right? What happened, I was out at like a union meeting and I was just talking with my daughter, you yeah. know, and we, we were both sitting there um, at this meeting and someone turns and they're already, they're like, I'm sorry, two dope teachers in a mic? <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, what? Yep. You know, but so like, that was a moment where people were like, they were like, oh, I love your podcast. I listen all the time, you know? And, and so that was a moment where I was like, oh, people are really listening. They're taking yeah. this seriously. They are really kind of checking us out. Yeah. So it's, it's little moments like that where people, you know, when, when people in various situations mention that they like actually listen to us, you know, and that they like us or when students mention it or parents, it happened at eighth grade continuation for me. You know, a parent oh, wow. came up and a student <laughs> thanked me and they're a like, big fan of the podcast. <laughs> so shout out to that parent. Hopefully this is your shout out. You know who you are. Yeah. Uh, episode 100. I told you it was coming. Here it is. Here it is. But Here you know, is. that's, that's what it's, what it's about. You know, and, and I think, I, you know, the compliments that people have paid us, you know, yeah. like from, from, from our, all three of our four of our principles, you know, that we have yeah. gone through yep. in this time of recording this podcast have always recommended listening to it. So I think, you know, the love from the people is yeah. always something that I think so it is, makes so, you feel so good. So is that a moment or are you commenting on mine? I'm just connecting. I'm connecting. That's not a moment, okay. right? My moment. I just want to make sure. I just want to make my sure. My moment no. was when the first time I was recognized, just based on my velvety smooth voice. <laughs> yeah, and I would have thought you would have been used to that. Yeah, no, people that has be never like, happened. Be like, oh, Kevin Adams. That dude has a great voice. <laughs> no, it's usually like, uh, Mr. Adams. We can hear you from down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. So That's okay. what it is. wait, so now I'm confused again. So that was a moment having your voice recognized. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's yes. dope. And you know, this is not a moment um, because like it's adding on to yours. Um, we had done a training at, at Colorado Education Association. Shout out CEA. Shout out. Yes. Dying support that humbles us daily. We love um, y'all. Thank you. I just remember like getting coffee and asking somebody, hey, is, is, is this a coffee for our event? And then one person wheels around is like, I would know that voice anywhere. And it just like, blew away. I was like, what really? So it was pretty wild. All right. So wait, is it my turn now? Your turn. You're back up. My turn. All right. Number. Oh yeah. That's right. Not hierarchical. <laughs> the, the next one. The next one. The, the next one. Another one. Another one. Shout out Khaled. Um, all right. So my next moment is going to be. 2018 in Chi Town. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, Chi City. So we we this was, and, and I may be wrong about this. Was this the first time we'd ever been able to travel as a podcast? Yes, it was <laughs> the first time anybody invited the podcast to travel anywhere. Yeah, and it was and a it, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, so it was to the Journey for Justice uh, conference in Chicago. 
um, we just, as I recall, we just kind of sat in awe of a lot of like just dope organizing and incredible educators. That was like, and it was like, and it was drizzly. I remember that. And yep, yep. Our, our family was there. And um, yeah, that, that was, that was pretty amazing. Cause, and I remember like walking through the airport with you, like, is this like, are we, we're doing this? Like we just have this podcast. So uh, that would be, that would be May of 2018. Uh, when we, that, that was a trip. That yeah. was a trip. And I, and, and that was so important, I think just for our perspective and growing and I think getting our voice out there, Yeah, you know, and, and I think just connecting with really amazing activists and understanding, you know, the issues that, that, that are going on throughout this country when it comes to urban education of black and brown children, you know, and the challenges that we face. And I think it was one of those moments that, <coughs> uh, sorry, didn't hit the cough. No, no worries. It no made worries. us feel like solidarity with the movement. You know what I mean? Because there were other activists from Denver who were out there. Um, shout out to our voices, uh, our schools, they were out there. Yeah, it was it was there was just a really dope experience overall um, and, and just cool to connect overall, you know, me and you to be out there and to just to learn, to learn from other voices. And, you know, just I remember sharing with people and I met somebody who knew like uh, a parent of one of my former students. That's at right. Yeah, like it was very right. small world connected stuff you know, uh, who had, who was like a man who was deeply, you know, influenced by the work of Fred Hampton, Yeah. you know, and, and, and just to be in that conference in Chicago, in the home of Fred Hampton, you just really gain perspective to be inspired, you know, by, by um, what the activists had done at, um, what was the school? The school is called. Um, uh, it was, uh, um diet diet high school diet, Walter, diet high, school, Walter Walter diet, high school yes what the what the community <laughs> did you know that it was so inspiring the hunger strike and just the movement to say you're not closing down our school you're not taking yeah. away our community school was just so inspiring so yeah definite was, i i love that moment and yeah, that wasn't on my list yeah oh look at that all right i mean that so that that was really interesting because i think that um the that was probably the moment that for me and, and maybe for you I, I don't want to presume to speak for you but um for me that was when the the label scholar activist actually started to make sense in real terms like that that no actually when schools are suffering that's a community challenge and the community must come together to save schools um that are under threat to be closed and that was what put you had already read ghosts in the schoolyard i think by the time we went to chicago um for me i i hadn't even heard of the book and that's what motivated me to read dr e viewing's book ghosts in the schoolyard about school closures so that it, it was definitely a watershed moment for me yeah very powerful very powerful and i'm, I'm just thankful we got the opportunity shout out to cea shout yeah. out to journey for justice yeah um shout out to the whole community uh there on the south side of yep. chicago still <laughs> going through it yeah uh, dealing with obama's library but they're they gonna be all right we know yeah that. yeah 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 <laughs> right and hey, and Chicago was safe. It wasn't what you hear all in the media. We, oh, we no get doubt. shot. We were walking around, yep. had 
pizza, had pizza, deep dish had burgers, pizza, all the good stuff. We had burgers. All we, that stuff. Listen, to They got great food, food in Chicago. They did. Yes, shout out Chicago. Yes. All right, here, I'm up, I'm up. So my number two is, is I guess, similar to Chicago, but it was, uh, yeah, or my next one, not number two, because these aren't hierarchical. That's right, that's right. <laughs> was walking in when we got to Houston and we got to the convention center and 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 they walked us into that room and we were like, and they kept saying, well, we hope your stage set up. Yeah. We hope your studio is going to be good. We hope it's going to be good. We hope it's good. They like, they were really, you know, intent. And like, I finally felt like, you know, we got someplace, you know, like when you show up someplace and there's someone to meet you and guide you around and ask you if you have everything you need, you start to feel really good about yourself. Yeah. But when we walked into that, that big convention room yeah, and, and saw that studio, right? And saw all the, the, the signage, right? For the convention or for yeah. the- um, There was that on-air, that on-air sign that was the, that could light up. <laughs> right. And then to see us like in the program, Two Dope Teachers in the Mic, you know, live broadcasting. Yeah. And to, to know, to look over that we had a sound engineer. Dude, we actually like, had a real sound engineer, something that we had never had. And then I remember all of a sudden he we got the we got the our intro music up and all of a sudden it kicked in and I was like, oh wow. Yep. This is so it was so surreal. Yeah. Because I was like, I just made this little music in my little in this little office that I'm sitting in right That's now. Right. That's right. You know, like because we had this idea of making this podcast yep. and, and we had made it all the way to Houston, Texas, you know, we had been to Chicago yep. <laughs> and that was just a really important moment. Again, I think confirming for me, like even more so in Chicago that, that we had some voice, you know, and that people were like, we have heard of you guys, you know, Yeah, that I'm was still, a cool that, thing too. And that's still something that is, surprising to me is when people know who we are unprompted <laughs> you know um yeah no that that was pretty incredible and, and to your point i remember the amazing folks uh stephanie and shilpa down there uh at the nea racial and social justice conference i just remember, shout out to stephanie and shilpa yeah they, i mean it was great and that, and that was really that couple of days was really um was really big and and gave us access to a lot of other folks and a lot of stories and a lot of what was going on around around the country, particularly in the areas of of uh, social justice. And that was really amazing. But yeah, I remember them being a little nervous about is this going to work? Is this okay with you all? I don't know what you're used to. I'm like, what we're used? To? I'm in my closet literally. <laughs> and like, yes. And yes. so that that was cool, feeling the love, feeling the respect in Houston. We had I, real mics that we could adjust and, and put towards us, and it was it was great. Yeah. So I had Houston on the list, but I d- I didn't have it as specifically as you did. Um, and so I think I think that is different. So so I'm up, right? You're up. Um, you're up. I, I'm I'm gonna stay with Houston. Um, stay with Houston. I'm gonna There's a lot of great Houston. stuff that happened in H Town. Yep. So I would say my next moment took place in Houston and that was the interview with Diana Asili. Ah, yes. Um, and the, and the reason that one figures pretty largely in, in my memory is that this was an artist that I'd heard of and that I had listened to and I downloaded their music and that had, had really been out 
speaking to issues of decolonization and um, an indigenous heritage and, and Boricua heritage and, and just the, the idea of, um, of a raza that's engaged in community healing like really came from talking to Diana and then she came out to Denver and um, and came and performed at the school um, and so, and so that that was pretty amazing like that was an example of you know when you have like-minded folks who are working in different areas come together um, it can be really fun and she she was incredible like that was and I remember uh, getting an interview with her like sneaking up behind her table at the remember that <laughs> that morning and I'm like hey hey do you want to be on our podcast? Like we're, we're just, we're in the studio and, and she was so gracious and so wonderful. Yes. She was so cool. And sat yeah. down for us. And one of my favorite interviews, one of my yeah. favorite interviews that we've done, such an amazing artist, so powerful. And, and just, again, for me, just really important to like, remember that art and education are like not separate. Yeah. Like these things are very much rooted together. Like, which is part of my soul, you know, which is why I love any time I can use my music as part of like my school and I don't do it enough. One of my goals next year is to just really do it and, and just embrace it. Uh, there was a teacher that I had in my teacher ed program who talked about walking around playing his guitar. And I'm like, I can do this. I yeah. love to make songs. You know, I think I have the opportunity. So I just got to commit to it, you know, but it's like taking that step and yeah. just saying, this is part of like, but again, being our truest whole selves, right, involves being creative, artistic. Yeah, yeah I agree. and I and I think too that you know, I mean, you you have invested more time and energy into creativity, and you know, I think a lot of this work has really led me in a creative direction in some ways. Like realizing that, oh, gotta write this uh, episode you know, uh, summary and, you know, oh, how do we promote this on these different platforms and learning to use those tools? So I think it's definitely ignited my creative creativity too. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. that's like, that's the best. And that's, and that's Tania, Tania Asili was, was so great. Yeah. Like bringing all that home and yeah. how in her story. And she says she's coming back to the show. We, so uh, we got to have her back. We got to have her back. And as soon as we can do in-person like things, we'll, we'll uh, maybe start, maybe get those t-shirts out that we talked about. And uh, she said she would rock one. She said she would That's rock it. Open Nation shirt. T-shirts are coming. Big yeah. stuff is coming. Yeah. It doesn't make Big any stuff. sense. It doesn't make sense in a pandemic to get like clothing, but you know, who knows? All right. All man. right. Well, well, I'll go next. I'm up. Okay. Next. okay. All <laughs> right. Next. My next one is, so going back, thinking about Chicago, Yep. Thinking about like what we learned about school closures, but I think, you know, we luckily had the, to kind of close that loop, the opportunity at TOCA 19. There you go. I, I, it was, uh, oh man, the Teachers of Color and Allies Summit. First of all, <coughs> we still talk about like at, at the Black Educator Caucus meetings, like it comes up when we were in our in affinity spaces, right? Yeah, and, and it would like how powerful it was to be with educators who were like me, black educators. And I know yeah. for you to be in a room full of brown educators talking about the issues and challenges. And of course, they put us in the smallest room and we were so tight in there. <laughs> but, but, you know, like we we packed in and it was impressive yeah. that there were that many. I was like, I know there are that many black teachers in all of Colorado. Yeah, right. That wasn't even <laughs> all of us. Right. But it was a lot of us. 
but you know, I think the biggest highlight of Toka 19 again was uh, being able to interview the the great, the eminent Dr. Eve Ewing. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So powerful, so brilliant, such a scholar. Um, and, and I think just really brought back that that whole closure to the need for community schools and how schools have been, you know, attacked and closed down systematically across the country, right? And and what she documents in Chicago is what we see happening in our city, what you see happening in every city. Yeah. And so it was really cool to sit down and hear from her, to be in that big crowd, to get love again from educators, to be like, we love Tudo teachers, you know, to hear from, we had students presenting that day who were yeah. amazing. You know, right. yeah, Project, Project Voice was there. Yeah. Project Voice was there. Shout out to Project Voice. Shout out know. Project Voice. But uh, yeah, Token 19 is one of those moments that I will all, and again, one of those moments where we got there where people were like, and you guys, we are so easy. Like if you want to, if you want to make us happy, just give us like a, 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 a coffee and like <laughs> show us where some Danishes are. And we'll be like, oh man, they, they really rolled out the red carpet. This is nice. They got food and everything. Nice. They got food and everything. They got sugar packets too. <laughs> the coffee. This He's is nice. It, this is great. Y'all, y'all do it right. We, yeah. We don't we don't have a high standard. We don't if you just have the water jug, I mean you know, you, where we could just go to and be like, there's unlimited cups. I mean, you might you might not have a high standard, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> <laughs> some things are changing. Uh-oh, <laughs> no, but, uh-oh. But, but he's going Hollywood on him. Go on, that's that's gonna be my nickname, nick, my new nickname, Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood. What's up, Hollywood? Um, yeah, to- Toka's been amazing, and and I've actually been connected to Toka since maybe my second or third year teaching. Um, and then there was a pretty long uh, absence, and then when when our friend, uh, our friends Krishna and Wajma um, and Sarah reached out, you know, it was really great to be reconnected to. Um, to what they do up in Boulder um, for teachers of color and allies. There still isn't anything like it um, in, in our state that I'm aware of, but I think it's really cultivated a lot of, uh, what am I trying to say? It's really cultivated some spaces where, where we can safely describe our experiences and be around each other. Most deaf, most deaf. It was great. Yeah. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So, so, um, so, so you, you named Dr. Ewing. So, um, so I don't, I don't feel as bad taking this one. Um, This one is uh, kind of a big deal and maybe I'm, maybe I'm saying it a little bit early um, Uh if this was a hierarchy, but (laughs) hierarchy, it's one that kind of springs to mind. Um, So I'm sorry to bother you, but the next favorite moment, was Boots Riley? Oh man! <laughs> All right, that that it was. It's on my list. It's on your list. It's it's on our. It's on both of our lists. Yeah, that was huge. That was and yeah, it was great. You go ahead. <laughs> I mean, that like, what can you say, Boots Riley? Right. And for those of you who don't know, and I don't know how you don't know. Maybe it's like you weren't listening to we could, late nineties like hip hop, like he said to him. What like he said to him. And if you don't know, look it up. <laughs> Look it up, right? But 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 just incredible artist from the coup started founding member of the coup yep. group out of Oakland, 
Bay Area rapper who probably so unique in the style and flavor of all of what Blutes Riley does. Filmmaker, auteur, storyteller, and 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 and, and philosopher, philosopher, activist. Yeah. And and so to just have that moment to sit down and and chop it up. Yeah. Here was my favorite thing about um about our interview with Boots was that you know that like so Shilpa and Stephanie had said we might be able to get you Boots don't get your hopes up like we know that he's he he's on a very tight schedule yep. He's, yep. he's gonna have to go you know that kind of thing and then and then as we're like as we're eating breakfast I think it was um they're saying okay so the deal is he'll do it, but you got to be right there, like right after the keynote, like right, right. after the keynote. Right. And so I was like, okay, like, and I'm like, at this point, I'm so anxious, I can't eat. So I'm yeah, like, that's, no. not gonna be, that's not going to be a problem. I'm not eating. <laughs> and, um, and so we get over there and in, and then we're told it's going to be like 10 minutes. He's got like 10 minutes. That's all you have. Yeah. And the brother sat with us for almost an hour. It was so dope. And just was willing to like have this extended conversation. And maybe I'm manufacturing this in my head, but were, were, were there people, did he have people trying to get him like, okay, come on, we got to go. We like, we, it's okay. I think someone eventually did come up and we're like, it's yeah. time to go boots. We got to move right to the next thing. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. I think, I think that that was, it was so great. And he honored us and it was an honor to be with him. And it's like one of the biggest bragging points that I have amongst yeah. any of my friend groups. It's, it's that. And the other thing, like on a deeper level, it, oh yeah, I posted it on, on Facebook and people lost their minds. Like they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and, uh, and I just like no context. But the other thing that I thought was really powerful about that is that maybe one of the key things that's happened for me as a part of our show has been just discovering the humanity of like everybody engaged in this work. So, you know, we got Boots Riley, we got to speak with him and it turns out he's a human being who's motivated um, by his life experiences. We got to sit with Diana Asili. She's motivated by her life experiences and the things that came up for her. Just like when we've just met listeners and people, you start hearing the stories and you start realizing like, nah, we're, we're all, there's no, there's no Hollywood, right? There's no like star status. Like when it comes to doing the work, we're all doing the work together. And just to feel, uh, you know, so humbled to be in the presence of some of these folks. Um, that's been amazing. Definitely. I thought I might have said that too early, but I, I really wanted to, you know, stay with the Houston thing. Nah, boots. I mean, I feel like there were so many experiences in Houston that like, yeah, that was a big deal. That yeah. place was a big, it was a big deal. Yeah. All right. You're, All right. You're up next. Uh, no, I think I, I already went. Since I we it. both had boots. Oh, okay. So I'm, so it's back to me. Okay. Um, so this is, this is going to be an interesting thing because technically did not happen in the life of the podcast. Yes. Um, I would say when I met Ella Paul and I had no idea. I had no idea that, you know, how much my life would change because I met this student. Um, she shipped us. <laughs> she did from the beginning. Got she, she, she set it up so that, you know, like, so it, it's kind of like, you know, back in the days when you and I were dating, of course, this was not, well, not dating each other. Um, but not, not saying that, you know, but yes, but in, yes. in, in, in pre-marriage life, like 
you know how you're getting set up, but, but you're kind of being talked up to the other person and vice versa. So that when you actually meet the person, it's not really a surprise. Like you're not, it's not like blind or whatever. Uh, apologies for the ableist terminology. Um, but it really was interesting because you know, the question would come up. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to, and, and she tried to get me to go over to Maury at some point. Like, just, just go like, over there. Just to meet you. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm pro- that's, that's weird. I'm probably not going to do that because the question was, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to meet this dude. And then what? Like then what? Hey, hey uh, Ella Paul says we should be friends. So do you want to be friends? Do you want to be friends? <laughs> hey, let's be friends. <laughs> It's so thinks- important. Ella, <laughs> you, you, like, you don't think about this stuff in life, right? But but there's these moments that have to happen in certain ways mm-hmm. for it all to unfold the way it does. That was the right? universe moment. That was a that was the moment. universe moment. The universe is like, look, El Paul knows what's up. Y'all y'all clearly That's don't right. get it. <clears throat> That's you right. Clear- because I'd had a teacher who left Maury and went to DCIS. I think I know who you're talking about, yeah. Right? And who was there? And it was always, every time I saw him, he was like, DCIS is great. You should try to get here. You should try to get here. And it's the reason why, as soon as it was open, I heard all those voices. I heard my former colleague, I heard Ella Paul being like, Mr. Munoz is the best. He's going to be, you know, and so I applied for this job. And again, this world of what I got into, like even thinking about my interview and going through it. And the first time I met you, like, and, and, and the first time we started like talking and I was like, oh, this guy's dope. And I just watched the way kids interacted with you, you know, and saw that type of stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is so cool. This is what Ella was talking about, you know? And then, and then it was like, almost when you meet somebody that you feel like you've known, you're like, I've known this person forever. Yeah. Like that's how it felt. And, you know, so shout out to Ella Paul. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Before she, she's critical to the Genesis story <laughs> that's right. of this podcast. The origin story. Yeah, absolutely. And she's it, critical. it's so rare that, that you can connect with people on both a human and philosophical level. And, you know, um, like I think you and I probably may have just a small handful of people in our lives who, who get us on every level and, you know, I think you're definitely that person for me. Um, I feel like you get me on every level. And I'm not an easy person to get. Like, it's like, what is that dude doing over there? <laughs> What's he? I get you. I, I know. I know. Because I know I'm weird, too. <laughs> it, it takes us all. It takes us all. We're, you know, that's all right, though. It that's does. all right. It does. All right. Well, that's a quality one. I like that. I oh, appreciate Paul. it. I like that. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go way, way back. Okay. To our first season. Yo. To, to, and it was, it was, um, it was the summertime, I believe. And we were all in the MUN room. Yeah. And we were having, actually, we were having professional development with our sister school. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and we said, we got to, we have the mic here. Let's get everybody on the mic at lunch. Yes. And it was the Wu-Tang Teachers episode. The foundation of (laughs) Wu-Tang Teachers clan. Man, just thinking about that episode. First of all, laughing so hard. Oh, man. we all sat around, you know. But again, this moment where it was teachers of color coming together. Yeah. Who had been in the same context of professional development. Yep. Right? (laughs) All day. And we're like, all right, we need a break. (laughs) <laughs> and so we broke away and we like did our thing. Like our we thing. had 
our conversation and it was dope. And again, building more connections, you know, shout out to all the Wu-Tang teachers who don't see you enough, but whenever I see any of you, I love what y'all are doing. Continue to build, add on, shine, leaders, you know, just doing big stuff. It was a powerful gathering because um, all of those folks have moved on to bigger things. You know, like at the time we were all classroom teachers and, um, and now we have folks who are breaking ground in like every area. We have school leaders in that group. We have folks working in, in the community from that group. Like folks have, um, like the last few years have really proven how powerful of a gathering that was. I love that choice. I love that choice. Yes. Yes. Let me go over the names again. That was probably the best. Yeah. Right. So I, the irate observer. That's right. You, the hunter. The hunter. T-H-A. The hunter. The hunter. T-H-A. <laughs> right? We had the smiling prophet, the thunderous right. mercenary, yep. the expert assassin, yep. queen three figure. Yeah, that's right. Betty and no shake. No, no. Queen, 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 Ill, queen ill figured. Queen ill figured. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like, it looks. Because it's, it's how it's typed. Yeah, it's how it's written. <laughs> All right. Media Noche Commandante, erratic criminal, and the expert commander. Bruh. You know what I'm... That was a fun time. You you know what's starting to materialize in my head right now? Summer mixtape. Summer mixtape. Where are they now? Where? Where? Get the the Wu-Tang back together. Man. The Wu-Tang is playing Red Rocks with the Colorado Symphony. Did you see that? I did see that. The Ah! tickets are ridiculously expensive. I know. I'm like, okay, well, I just took a teacher leadership role. I don't think he's going to cover it. Um, yeah, no, that that's, I mean, and you know, because it, what it comes down to, man, is that Wu-Tang is for the children. Wu-Tang is for the kids. That's right. It's for the kids. All right. So, so is it on me now? It's on you, my brother. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to go away from guests for a second. Go away from guests. And I'm going to say the 2018 April teacher rally. Oh, remember that one? How could I not? You remember? Do you remember? Even though you were there, we were on strike. Well, no, 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 no. This this was before before we were on strike. This was the this was the The original, the original one, the April one. The April April twenty seventh, twenty eighteen, as I recall, because it was getting close to the school year, to end of the school year, and it was the kind of red for Ed, the overall school funding question that was being sort of pushed, and we were contacted and and asked to MC this event, and we're like, sure, and then we immediately texted each other, how do you MC a rally? (laughs) How do you? What do we do? What do, what, we do? We do? what do we do? And and it was amazing. And like one, one of the, you know, a couple of the moments that I that I enjoy the most, first of all, was having the the power to declare a teacher's only space. So as you remember, there are some political candidates that wanted to speak and some elected officials that wanted to speak. And yes. our instructions from CEA were, this is not about them. We don't need them grandstanding on your backs. Like it is teachers who are speaking today. And so that felt really good to keep the mic away from some people. Um, yes. But Big really, names. you know, it, it was just kind of amazing to me to, to just see the, the power of collective action and to be in, like, you and I have both been in the crowd to see it, but to be looking out over the crowd and seeing these people who had decked out in their red and who were cheering and who were pushing for for the best for our kids and our communities and our schools, 
that that was incredible like the the vibe from that um the energy was just uh it was overwhelming and to the point where afterwards it's like i i can't believe that's a thing that just happened i can't believe that's a thing that just happened. look at us as a teaching profession in this year's state of colorado that was so cool it was so cool to have like again to show up and take action again for saying that we we want you to properly fund education in Colorado, right? And 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 I and I had forgotten about it, you know, because the strike kind of is the big thing in my mind. But I forgot that that's where uh, the first time where we got to like really MC a rally was. And and again, it was one of those moments where people were like, when they reached out to us, I was like, yeah, uh, you us, you were, uh, we're like uh, us. But you mean wait, you talk, is there someone behind me? No, it's us. But again, it, 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 it reinforced this idea that, you know, that we had to take some responsibility with our voice, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that this is important, that yeah, we weren't no, just right. talking, right? And as it, as it started, and I think that's how it all started, was like, let's just record our conversations. But it shows that those conversations were, I think, bigger than we ever anticipated. Yeah. And, and I think what we've learned is that these issues were everywhere, right? And, and, yeah. and, it, and it feels like looking back today, like these conversations, and I'm, I'm not trying to brag, maybe I am trying to humble brag a little bit, <laughs> but I felt like these were conversations that I was hearing in professional developments. This wasn't what the drive of the district was, was equity and, and uh, anti-racist and equality and, and culturally responsive education. Like I had heard about those things, right? Yeah. But it wasn't the dominant voice like it yeah. is now, the dominant position, which I'm thankful for, but but I feel like when we started, like it was a it it was not a common conversation. Yeah, right? that's why it felt like we were outside when we started talking about this stuff. So to like see us be at the 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 you know that Red for Ed April rally was really really important, right? Yeah. And again, it was it was an action, right? Because teachers, yeah. we walked out that day, even though eventually yeah. they said, "Oh, this is just a it's a teal day." Sorry, they like, yeah, like they appropriated our walkout. It was amazing. That's no, what they always do. I know it's you know well you know you you give credit for being on the right side of history, right? But yeah, I mean, I think it, it is interesting, you know. And I hadn't thought of it in those terms until you kind of articulated it the way you just did. But you know the 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 really big real like I, I don't know I, like I'm standing back and I'm seeing how when we first started this we were not sure if we were going to use our names yes <laughs> and that's right. we like anonymity we were like and I don't think remember we used to have that as our policy is that we, we use anonymity but I think a lot of people you know I don't think anybody who's come on has chosen not to use their name no right? they, I think people want to share their stories and talk about it Especially now, because I, like you said, it's something that is acceptable to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think too, that I think too, it just says a lot about the environment and, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and proclaim that we made that happen, but we were part of, um, part of a sort of, you know, citizen educator like movement where it's not just us out here. No. But because we're we're present in a in a larger context of educators who are coming out from behind the curtain and saying we need to do what's right for kids and communities, um, it, it becomes less threatening to do those things. And I and I think you're right. And um, yeah, and people are excited to get their stories out there. Um, and that's what's been really powerful too. 
Yeah, that's what I've loved, you know? And I think that's the best part is being part of a community, part of a movement, part of a movement really feels cool. Yeah. Um, so how many do you have left on your list? I have. Uh, go ahead. I have two. You have two? How do you have two? Because I, I think we doubled up on a couple. Oh, okay. There, there were a couple that we both had, or there was one that we both had. Oh, no. I would have, I have one now. Because I think it's your turn. Yeah. It's so my turn. Yo, so look then at I us have counting, two after that. counting so properly. With social studies. You yeah. can do this. That's right. We can do this. We use stats. Right. Numbers. I feel like, I feel like uh, that episode of The Office where Kevin can do math when it's like <laughs> about pies. Like we can do math when it's about years and like stuff like that. Like, but like other math, it's like, no. We I can can't. do math when it's about pacing guides and reading <laughs> calendars. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. That's Listen, listen we have 1.3 class sessions on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. How does that work? I don't know. It doesn't. All, All right. right. So, so going back, you know, thinking about our, our role in this city and rallies and something that was never recorded. But do you remember when we hosted a February Valentine's Day dance party at city, Civic Center Park? And we created, people were making Valentine's and we were listening to music and Yo, giving shout outs all the I day. forgot about that. Do you I remember how much fun that was? God, that was amazing. Oh my goodness. People just coming up with shout outs. Shout out this school. Shout out these people. Shout out so-and-so. Shout out. Great. Oh my gosh. That was great. I forgot about that. Yeah. The Yeah. <laughs> that was so much fun. That was so much fun. Yeah. Shout like like it was just a dance party, and again it goes back to like, what is this all about? And like, I'm sorry, and and I will contend, you know, I have a runner up. Remember at in Houston, back to Houston, yeah, when we went to that dance party justice, with uh, Spinderella. Spinderella, Spinderella right. was a drag yeah. show. It was, it and was, it was like off the chain yeah they lit. called it the, the social justice block party the social justice block party yeah. oh my gosh dj spinderella you know, how did we it? not get dj spinderella on the show though like i guess it's, oh man that would have been and shut out because she's always doing stuff for nea i she mean and, so down. and i do think that like if that happened now we'd be we'd be right up there like hey Here's who we yeah, are. Yeah, we, we, know, show. we know we know and, how to and, jump in. And I think a lot of it is, you know, you talked about kind of bragging and that kind of thing. And, you know, for people of color, it's always such a fine line, especially for men of color. Like, I feel like men of color don't frequently have a problem, like communicating, like how great we feel like we are. Um, but in certain I, contexts. In certain contexts. Context. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In certain contexts. And, and I think that part of this has been you know, having the confidence to say, no, yeah, Boots Riley, you're really cool. And we think we're, you're really cool. And we would love it if you came on our podcast and check it out, you know, that kind of thing. And the more we've done that, the more successful we've been. That, that, I, that's a good one. I had not remembered the Valentine's Day party because it does speak to what Saul Alinsky was criticizing young activists for in the back, back in the day when he was saying, y'all approach this as if it's a job. You have to approach change and organizing and social justice like with joy, like have fun together because you may not actually achieve your goals. And then what do you have? Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. So is it on me now? It's on you. All right. For me, 
I will say the next, I guess this is my next to the last moment. Next to the last moment will be every time we had students on the show. Yes. You know, and, and, and I can think of about four episodes when we had students on the show. Um, we had a couple of interviews uh, for reasons that I will not go into right now uh, with uh, students discussing, you know, the, the looming reality of, um, of remote teaching and learning at the beginning yeah. of the pandemic. Um, we had a conversation with the Challenge 5280 team from our school um, and, and a young sixth grader who came and uh, just inserted himself into the put himself in like a leader. And he was a like young 10th grader five years ago. About to be an 11th grader. About to be an 11th, fit, fit to be 11th grader. Just, Shout out. You know who you are. You know who you are. We love you. I bet he don't listen. Um, like Travis Scott. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, all, all the way to our uh, Latinx History Month guest. And, you know, every time we've had students on the show, it's dynamic. It's exciting. We see a spike in downloads. And what that, you know, kind of harkens to me is, you know, I think we need to make a commitment to bring more student voices onto the show because people want to hear student voices. And maybe it's just safer to hear them on, on a podcast <laughs> than it is like in real life. But you know, I think that that has always been really amazing. And I remember one student saying, yeah, I don't remember anybody asking us. And I think that's the kind of thinking that we need to defeat is we can't just be asking students things when we have a problem. Like we have to say, no, you are stakeholders in this and we want to do right by you. And just, you know, when we've had a chance to sit with students, I sort of like lump that into one moment because it's just so amazing to be around them and that's why I stay in it because I, I learn with them and from them and they refresh my breath like it's amazing so that's that's my second to the last one I love that one I love that students on the podcast oh and behoof behoof yeah behoof. speak freedom I mean I all do. of it like shout out to to the young people the youth that you know uh from uh Priya Winona, like, like all everybody, yeah. all the young people, right? And when yeah. I when I say it, I'm talking about, and I'm and I'm trying to, to really be intergenerational, and so I'm trying to not identify if people are older or younger. I'm really, it's something that I'm trying to think about, you know. Um, I mean, I my, see, you, I see you as a young person because you're younger than me, so. Yes, but you don't treat me like, because remember, like, growing up, we treat people, oh, man, oh, you little, you got to listen to me. Well, because, like, wouldn't you have been a freshman when I was a senior? Yes, you, you uh, would have been bullying me. <laughs> no, nah, man, no, nah, man, you, 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 you were, you were a black dude. I, I would have been cool with you. Um, I appreciate that. I needed that. You would have been like, what's going on with this kid? Like, he's, this, that senior's weird. I don't know why he keeps trying to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I love it. All right. All right. Your so second. I think line. one of one of my here we go. I'll go back. I'm gonna go all the way. I'm, I'm gonna take it back. Take it back. Way back. Remember. Okay. What was so, that big crit song? There's a big crit song about that. Um anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say our original studio at the in that little closet, that translation closet in the NUN room. With, with a shout graffiti. out to the clocks. <laughs> to the bad graffiti, the pictures of the world all around. 
that mural that mural of our former colleague that was oh, my, oh my goodness that was there for that a while mural that, was in there. that was there for a while there was some that, because because folks would store stuff in there because they didn't well, know we were using it <laughs> and then and then like you can't go back to those days and not shout out Brennan for sticking his head in Oh like, yeah, he'd stick his head. Like, what are y'all doing in here? What are y'all doing in this closet? Uh, and we're like, nothing. Like, Remember the day he came by? He was like, I heard the voices coming out of the closet. I was thought like, it was like kids. What's going on? I bet he thought the school was haunted. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah. Our, our original studio, Two Dope Studios. That's the, that was the original Two Dope Studios. The original, right? And, the and studio. I think now, now we have to evolve. I think we got ideas. We got plans. We need a dedicated space, but but it's time mm-hmm. to evolve and hit it for real. for real. But but our original studio, those those were the days. Those, those were, the, were days. the days. Those were the days. Oh, I'm so glad you pointed out the the Udio because that was super fun. And then, uh, yeah, ah, oh, that's great. And and we have to set good. up. Remember, we originally had to bring a t- we had to find a table. We had to find the table. Chairs. Drag it in. <laughs> We're like, what are we doing? Are we gonna stand? What's going on? <laughs> we had the mic. Oh my gosh! I wish we had pictures of us in this closet. There, there's a couple. There's a couple on the gram, and uh, so maybe we'll, we'll repost them with, with yes. this episode. People need to see that. They do. All right, so I guess we're coming. We're coming up to the our last one. Last ones. Last one. All right. My last one is December twenty eighth, twenty sixteen. Oh, when, when I saw the podcast go live on Apple Podcasts, I think I sent you like a thousand screenshots. I'm like, look, 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 there look, it is. Look, oh, I, I immediately really got on my iPad and it's looked really, it up. I was like, oh wow, there it is. It's, it's here. That's that's like the real thing. I get the podcast. It, look, you can play it. You can you listen. Oh, that's us. That's us. That's us. And and it was just really interesting because I think for 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 both of us, I feel like when the podcast dropped, that was such a watershed moment for both of us because, you know, I think you and I we we've been consummate professionals in this work. You know, we we do we do the work, we plan mindfully, we get to know our students, we we do the work with joy, we do what we're supposed to do, right? So when you think about the professionalism aspect, and that's so loaded right now, as it should be, but these professionalism aspects, which in my opinion, professionalism is you're there, you're present, you do your best, you stay organized, you care about kids, right? It's not all these other like complex layers. And so we were always kind of doing that, but this was something that we created, bro. We like created this and nobody supported us in it. Nobody was against it, but like, I don't know about your spouse. My spouse was like, um, okay. Um, whatever. And yeah, sure. <laughs> if it makes you happy, cool. Um, you know, not my, my spouse has been super supportive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But, but, you know, I think it's kind of like, you know, and then you hear the memes about, okay, everybody's got podcasts now, right? And all that That's kind of right. stuff. That's but right. The feeling of accomplishment, like we taught ourselves how to do this. We like did this and we like made it happen and it's gotten easier and we've gotten more connected to people. But that moment, you know, um, that moment is just so important to me because I think it really was a turning point um, for, I mean, definitely for me. And I would imagine for you too, because as these other opportunities keep coming to us, we we still kind of look at each other like, what is this how, real? How, how is this real? Is how is this, this happening? 
How's this happening? Like, you know, and people people compliment you. You're like, I'm just a teacher. I'm just, I'm just. Like, I'm just sometimes I don't even friend. know if I'm very good at that. No, I know, especially when <laughs> there's a pandemic and it's just like really rough and you see all these other people and, you know, but yeah, and I think yeah, I, I, that's exactly right. I'm like, I'm just a teacher talking with his homeboy who's also a teacher. And, you know, I remember in the early, in the early episodes, you know, we would often even just kind of, it would like, we would just like, it would slip our minds that we're actually recording and that people are going to hear this, you know? So, so true. So true. So I think for my last one, wow, this, is hard. this is hard, but, but I think, you know, like we, it's so good to reminisce about it all because like you get caught up and you forget yeah. about what it all is in the journey. But I think maybe one of, one of the coolest things that I've experienced, and this is a non-podcast related moment yep. was, was this year, when uh, our principal came to me and said, hey, uh, are you going to be available for an emergency meeting in December? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have emergency meeting. Oh, God, what is this about? Mm. And then I was alerted that my co-host on the podcast no. had won the Colorado <laughs> Teacher of the Year. Oh, man. You can't that's that. why I need to step out <laughs> to, to, to be able to attend the ceremony and watch him receive his award as Colorado Teacher of the Year. And again, like everything, it was something I didn't even know you were working on, bro. But but when I found that, I was like, yes, yes, my dude is Colorado Teacher of the Year. I, know you, I knew you were working on it. You had told me, you were like, yeah, I got nominated. I had to do all this stuff. And, and gonna, then- They're not gonna pick me. They're not gonna pick me. <laughs> and they, of course they picked you. And I'll tell you why it meant so much because like, First of all, I think it was a validation of, of the podcast because what I always said was, yeah. was part of what it was about was a conversation, right? That we were having, right? And, and, and again, a, a conversation that I thought needed to be had heard by more people. Yeah. It needed to be heard, right? And so like, I think you becoming Colorado Teacher of the Year and having this position and the way you've used your voice so far and how you continue to use it, you know, is the inspiring thing. It's that thing that Ella Paul saw in you, you know, that told her that like you and Mr. Adams got to hook up. And it's the thing that I saw in you that was like, this is why we, we have to do a podcast and record these conversations because they mean so much and they have so much value. And it's why I learned so much from you as an educator, you know, but to, to watch that. And, and again, it was like, it was like that Kanye moment. It was like, see, that's my cousin on TV. <laughs> we made it, you know, and, and like, it was just like, yo, we here now. You can't, you cannot argue. You can't debate what we are talking about. You can't, you can't question if these experiences are real. And, and, you know, and, and I think, you know, hopefully knock on wood, we are here to help continue being a part of this conversation of equity and social justice for all students and all black and brown educators and students out there. It's critical, it's critical, you know, and I think you being recognized as Colorado's teacher of the year just emphasized that point. So that was like, yeah. when we look at all the moments, like that was like, that was the Grammy moment. That was like, yo, we here, we here, y'all better recognize 
right? <laughs> and 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 I, I I ain't trying to diss, you know, but like it is a flex. Like I'm sorry, the rest of y'all educational podcasts, y'all not not a lot of y'all have a teacher of the year as part of you. And that's what my partner is. So I got to rep that because I know he wasn't going to say it. So I had to say it. Man, I, I didn't, I didn't see that. I got you, man. You got me. I got you. I <laughs> got it. I didn't see that coming. You know, a, a colleague, um, you know, got on me. Um, my, my coach at the school got on me because in my um in my end of year ratings I didn't I didn't mention the teacher of the year like recognition (laughs) and uh and her reaction was how can you know and 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 I think honestly man like I think that I I feel about that recognition the same way I feel about this show man like like we had to get out the boat so we could walk on water right and um it you know we've stepped out of our comfort zone these last five seasons um not knowing what was gonna happen like (laughs) was it were we gonna run across the wrong building leader the wrong district leader that was gonna um i'm still waiting for that i'm still waiting still still waiting although although shout out to uh the incoming dps superintendent pending uh, a vote by the board alex marrero he is a listener of the podcast uh, which is impressive and follows us on Twitter. And, um, you know, so, I mean, hopefully that, but I mean, there, there are so many ways that I think this work could have gone sideways, man. It, it really could have, because we're doing things that a lot of educators weren't doing in our city, at least at the time. And, um, and this is also not to be ignorant of the fact that there are educators of our caliber and even better, some would argue who are, who are being run out of their jobs right now as we speak. And so we've been very blessed um, to have That's maintained right. a message over multiple administrations and multiple kind of changes within education. But, you know, from, from word go, the, the most amazing thing has just been the people we've come into contact with. And like, I feel like me and you have finished the doctoral program after five seasons, like, 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 honestly, <laughs> what, like, think about it. Like, how many people have, and there are so many names that we could drop right now. How many people have learned directly from Dr. Bettina L. Love, from Joe Truss, from Keith Gross, from Marilyn Suniga and her team, from Homegirl Nation, from all of these, like, how many people have learned directly from it. them? Like, we could go through the list. Boots Riley, Taina Asili, um, Priyan Winona, uh, Jesse, like, all these folks that we've, like, really learned from over the years Bro, we, we, we've learned from the people. It's, it's made me think so much, you know, and, and, and thinking about the work and it, it, it just inspires me to continue even when it's hard, right? And if we know yeah. being in education is hard, it is hard, but, you yeah. know, I think it's, it's what we've talked about before. It's what Asia and I have talked about in the exit interview. It's that, that, that drive to push you to, to just stay involved and, and we've learned that you don't have to be in a classroom to be an educator that's right, right? And, and that you don't have to be a politician to be an activist you don't have to be an adult to be an activist right you don't, you don't have, have to be, to be a mi- you don't have to be a minor to engage in learning that's right that's right i mean it's just all the lessons and so that's what i take from this and, and it does feel like a doctoral study right and 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 so i just can't wait to continue and see what next season brings us uh, get into these summer mixtapes uh, because you know it's, it's mixtape season. Mixtape season. 
it's mixtapes. Send us your ideas. You know, Jay Cole ain't the only one. Nope, out that's here. Great. Who's gonna be popping this summer? That's right. We we're gonna drop our mixtape this summer. Although well, I don't know if we can contend with what Cole be doing. We we definitely can't, but maybe we can have Cole on the pod. Yo, J. Cole, come on the podcast. J. Cole, come on, talk that to last, us. That last album is fire. Fire. Like I literally Yeah. Well, listen, I've got to collect my child from driver school. Uh driver's ed. She's she's oh we have to talk about uh, cop driving school um, at some yes. point so we'll we'll talk about that um, but you know honestly uh, you know and I th- and I think Kevin will will have something similar to say but um, we just really want to thank you um, the listeners the folks who have you know given us your attention your time your money in some cases um and who've amplified this work and who have just humbled us by being in our presence and guided us and been with us um you know there's that philosopher uh i believe his name is uh uh sean carter i think is his name yes yes great who said you know you you could have been anywhere in the world um but you're here with us in the two dope nation and we appreciate it uh he, he, this is not possible without all of you and we'll give some shout outs, but for sure, those of you who loyally listen, you know, the boy Hosan, who's been a day one, all we of you who've been with all us, Ali, Sarah, our crew, um, we could spend the next hour doing shout outs and not get everybody, but, um, you know, we love you all. And, uh, and we just have so much gratitude to you for helping us get through these five seasons. Yes, yes, we couldn't do it without y'all. It is really about y'all. Like, and it's amazing. And that's why it's an honor. Anytime we see y'all, please come up, chat with us. We love oh, yeah. connecting. Yeah. Build, if you want to add to it, shine on. This is much your podcast as it is ours. Right. And, and so we just we, we thank you for rocking with us and, and just hope you continue to rock with us. And, we'll, and we got more. We got more. We got more. We ain't done yet. We ain't even close. One, one hundo is, is <laughs> we had one hundo, but we ain't done done. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's a great place to end for my brilliant partner on the 100th episode on our 100th anniversary. I'm still waiting for that 10 karat diamond. My dude, Kevin Adams. My name is Gerardo Munoz. We wish you a wonderful summer. We encourage you to listen for the mixtape as it starts to come together. We ask you to really rest and recover, man. Like to really get those email notifications off your phone. Like take your email off your phone. Put that summer, I'm not here, so you will not hear back from me until August at the earliest um, message on your email. Stay focused on yourself, stay focused on the community, stay focused on liberation, and more than anything, stay Stay dope. The Two Dope Teachers in a Mic podcast is made possible by the people. This includes Martha Schwalbe, Jesus Rodriguez, Sarah Foleno, Von Tolliver, Kate Berger, Jessica Robles, Nick Arnoldy, Kelsey Gray, Sarah Fattori, Jody Barker, Jill Boyd Myers, Osan Perales, Natalie Schaefer, Jackie Parkins, Asia Lyons, Brian Sullivan, Matt Bush, Aaron Reed, Erwin Mananchil, Marissa Mochia, Patrick Kelso, Olivia Mickle, Kelly Molinet, Connor Sauer, Ali Cochran, Jennifer Chizzy, Graham Hubble, Ella Paul, Michael Benya, Leah Kelly, Katie Johnson, Maria de Jesus, Diana Bustamante Aguilar, 
Other supporters include Serena Williams, Sophia Halpin, Kate Hollerback, Alexis McLean, Nate Kay, Emily Santiago, Jen the Tudor, Jennifer Torman, Mirna Camacho, Jonathan Alman, Esteban Ortiz, Olivia Hirota, Emily Fraser Abel, Leslie Hamilton, Kristen Edmiston, Patsy Everett, Vicky Onadero, Anthony Wright, Haley Breeden, and Mary Quantz. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to join that list of supporters, head over to patreon.com slash teachers and stay dope. Oh, 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 oh,